When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. W-A-B-C. It's more money with leading economist Steve Moore. Stephen Moore is with us, economist. With more than 30 years experience as an economist and as a leading thinker of government on business, showing deep understanding of the shifts in the global economy. He's leading economist Steve Moore with more money on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, here's your host, Steve Moore. Hello, folks. This is Steve Moore. This is the More Money Show on WABC Radio, the number one talk radio station in these United States. And I'm uh, very honored and proud to be able to be on every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. on uh, this great station. Thanks to John Katsimides, who's really built this into a powerhouse. And I love the lineup uh, all weekend long and the shows during the during the week as well. So, oh, my gosh, uh, I hate to say that I told you so, <laughs> but I told you so that this president's economic agenda would lead to some pretty catastrophic results. I think my only surprise is that um, it's happened so quickly. I am I'm heartbroken, heartbroken that this country has faltered so rapidly and so deeply in just the last 15 months. Now, uh, I want to remind people that if we go back, look, almost everything Joe Biden has been saying about the economy is a lie. It's a lie. Uh, He says that when he took over the uh, as president, the economy was in shambles. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. The economy had been recovering for six months. COVID hit in February and March of 2020. We shut down the economy for a couple of months. Uh, But by around June, many states in the country had already reopened and we had a recovery well underway. And in fact, in the second half of 2020, the economy grew by about 20%. Now it crashed obviously during the spring when all the of that year when the uh, when the businesses and commerce was shut down, but we had a big big comeback that surprised everybody. And on top of that, cuz it's so important to get the history straight here, straight here. Remember, it was one week after after the November 2020 election. And I don't think this was just coincidence, folks. Uh that The announcement came that Operation Warp Speed had succeeded and that we had a vaccine to deal with COVID. Do you think that this was just coincidence, by the way, that that announcement came by Pfizer one week after the election? I don't. I don't. I think. And by the way, the evidence shows that these uh, drug companies knew that they had the vaccine. They didn't want to announce it until after the election. There's no question in my mind, by the way, if that announcement had come two weeks before the election, Donald Trump would have won. In, in a in a big way. Now, the point I'm making is simply this. We had an economy that was ready to rock and roll when Trump left office. The inflation rate, when Trump left office, I see the, say this every week, so with apologies to regular listeners, because you've heard me say this so often, the, the inflation rate was 1.5%. 1.5%, that was below the target that the Fed sets for the appropriate inflation rate, which is 2%. So we were running below that target rate. Today, 8.6%. I mean, my God, how do you screw things up, Joe Biden, so quickly? You've only been in office for, what, 16 months? And you took the inflation rate from one5 to 8.6%? And now you're saying, oh, it's not my fault? It's not my fault. It's not my policies that did this. Now, for regular listeners of this show, and by the way, thank you to my regular listeners. Our our ratings are very good. So I I am so honored that you take an hour out of your Saturday afternoon and listen to this show. But also for the new listeners or people who are just occasional listeners, you probably know 
that when you look at what's happened to inflation over this period, it's gone up and up and up and up and up every month. Every month it's gone up. And first it was first Biden said there is no inflation problem. Then Biden says it's going to be temporary. Then he said it's peaked and it gets worse and worse and worse. Now, the mathematics here is very simple, folks. 5.2% increases in wages over the last year, 8.6% inflation. What that is telling you is that Americans' paychecks are shrinking under Joe Biden. Give you another statistic. Under Donald Trump, one of the things we're most proud of, and I helped with the tax plan and advised Trump on a number of these energy issues, was that under Donald Trump, real median household income, that's the middle class by definition, the people in the exact middle in America, their incomes under Trump's presidency, ready for this, went up $6,000 in four years. And that includes the COVID year. So $6,000 increase in income. In 2019, right before the COVID hit, the lowest unemployment rate in the United States and and the lowest poverty rate. That, that is to say, the percentage of Americans who were poor in 2019 under Trump's policies were the lowest ever recorded in the history of the United States. Biden comes in. What we're going to see over the next six months, you're going to hear it first on this show, a massive increase in poverty because when when inflation goes up, people at the bottom see a real crushing impact. They can't afford the food, the gas, the medical care, all of these things that are just pouring on uh, in, to, in terms of their family budgets. Now, if I sound a little angry today, and normally I'm a happy warrior, I am angry because this was predictable. I've said it for those of you who are regular listeners, you know I predicted this. I've said inflation is out of control. It's going to get worse if we spend $3 trillion that we don't need. And now here, I'll, just to be nonpartisan, Trump deserves some of the blame here, and the Republicans do. They passed several trillion dollars of spending in 2020, but then Biden comes in and adds $3 trillion more, and he wanted $3 trillion more on top of that. Thank God for Joe Manchin for blocking this insane Build Back Better bill. But you can see what I'm saying, right, folks, that we have a situation now. This is not an act of nature. It wasn't a virus. It wasn't Vladimir Putin. It wasn't all these other factors. It wasn't global. It was Joe Biden and his radical, progressive, left-wing income redistribution, green energy, all this crap that, they're, that, uh, that they've been uh, trying to in initiate and, uh, and uh, introduce for 20 years has been put into law. How do you like it now, folks? How do you like progressive socialist policies? If anything good has come out of the last year and a half, and not much has, this has been a learning moment, a teachable moment for the American people. Trump gave us Put America first. Make America great again policies. Lower taxes, less regulations, secure the border, reduce crime, help rebuild our cities, tougher trade deals with China. Put America first. Make the countries in Europe pay more of the bills rather than the United States paying for the defense. I could go on and on. Those were the make America great again policies. I don't care if you like Donald Trump or not. And, and by the way, I am disturbed by a lot of his behavior on January 6th. It, it, you know, I cannot defend it. But when I look at the policies that president put in place, my God, were they effective. And now what Biden has done, essentially, he took the dials, right, and he flicked them in exactly the opposite direction. Higher taxes, higher regulation, more government spending, more debt, Sec not secure the border. Anybody who can come in, come in. Come on in. Come on in. Ali Ali income free. Then you have the, uh, the what's happening to the crime in our cities. All these things. Now, folks, be honest. Do, I don't. Do you actually think that this is a coincidence that this is happening? No. Policy matters. Policy makes a big difference. That's why I've been in this game for 30 years. I do. Th uh, all right. I, I hate to say this because it's a beautiful Saturday afternoon. It's a beautiful uh, summer day. Uh, but we are in a recession now, folks. I, hate, I love this. All these economists think we might go into recession. No, 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 no. We are in a recession right now. First six months of this year has been negative growth. The economy hit a wall uh, at the end of May. 
We have declining manufacturing. We have declining. The, what's happening in housing is really scary. What's happened with the, you know, the inflation going up and up and up and up. What's happening with small business confidence. I could don't, it's hard to point to anything that's going right in the economy right now. Now, the jobs market is good. It's very good. But I hate to tell you this. It's going to slow down. You're seeing layoffs. You're seeing a lot of hiring freezes. You're seeing small businesses start to uh, close their doors. Uh, scary situation. We've been here before. It's deja vu all over again. This is what happens when you have put in place crazy left-wing policies. And when uh, I love when Biden says, oh, we don't want to go back to those mega policies, mega, mega, mega. Well, they, I don't care what they call it. It was basically a set of policies that did p- put America first, did revive our economy, did lead to the lowest unemployment rate, did lead to the lowest uh, uh, um, unemployment rate, and did secure our border, reduce crime. We had one of the things I was most proud of, and I think Trump was too, the advances that we made economically were very strong for minorities, for, especially for blacks and Hispanics. Uh, we've got to reverse course. We have to help say, start to say hell no to the Biden policy. You know, they want higher taxes now. They want even more spending. They want more regulations. Don't you love this? I've got a break in one minute. But don't you love this? Biden now saying to the energy companies, oil and gas companies, produce more. Why aren't you producing more oil and gas? Can you believe this? This is the president who said he wanted to destroy the oil and gas industry, that he wants to take oil and gas production to zero. And now he's telling those oil and gas companies, why aren't you producing more oil? Can you believe this stuff? I mean, it is, it is, it is, it is like a uh, Saturday Night Live skit. We do not have competent leadership in Washington right now. We need a regime change, and uh, the cavalry is coming, as my buddy Larry Kudlow says. I just worry they might not get here in time because November is still, what, four or five months away. And the, the, the track that these people are destroying our economy makes me very nervous. Okay, I'm going to take a break right now. We're going to hear from the pains talking about the financial situation. They're the best in the business. And then I am going to take your calls. At the bottom, starting at the bottom of the hour, about 35 after, I want to take as many calls as I can get from you. Are you as concerned as I am about what this president is doing to our economy? And what would you recommend to this president to fix things? Um, I say the best thing that this president could do is for him and Kamala Harris to resign. Now, that's not going to happen, but that would be a very positive thing for our economy. That number, the more money hotline, write this down. Don't call now. Wait about 15 minutes. 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. We will be right back. You are listening to the More Money Show on WABC. If you're suffering from ED, you're not alone. 60% of men over 60 have this problem. Help is out there. The professionals at Elevate Wellness can help you be the man you used to be. They've helped thousands of patients and have a 96% success rate. What are you waiting for? Call 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. Your first visit is only $99. ElevateWellnessGroup.com. Help is out there. ElevateWellnessGroup.com. Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good afternoon. It's Ryan Payne and Bob Payne from Payne Capital Management. Of course, that's P-A-Y-N-E here on More Money, talking about the economy, the markets. And Bob, it's been a bloodbath these last couple weeks. Man, oh man, I know you have your helmet on, but what do you make of everything right now? I mean, it sounds like from everything I read in the press, we're going into some sort of recession. Inflation's not going to come down. The Fed's going to put us into a dire situation. You know, what, how are you reading the tea leaves right now, Bob? So I'm trying to say. Well, Brian, whenever you have a correction or a bear market, you know, I don't know what you want to call this decline, but it's ugly. Um, actually, one of the worst stretches we've had in stock market history. I mean, the market was down on the S&P 500 alone, 12%, just over seven sessions, right? So that's a, that's a precipitous drop. But like anything in history, whenever you have a correction, whenever you have a bear market, it's focused on one or two bad headlines. Right now, we got seven or eight. No, it's true. I mean, if it's whether it's high inflation, whether it's the fact that we have war in Eastern Europe, uh, you know, whether right now it is the fact that, that this economy is going to slow down big time, and that's going to put us into a very dire situation. It just seems like you know there's no good news out there, Bob. 
Um, and you and I were optimists, you know, and we, we not Pollyannish, but optimists, you know, where, where is the silver lining here? And, you know, what should people be doing right now, given the fact that we have so much uncertainty in the world? Well, here's the thing, right? Markets never change because people never change, right? When you have things are good, the market's at an all-time high like it was in January. Boy, I'll tell you what, the outlook was very rosy. And, uh, you know, it's always gloomiest at the bottom, right? It's, uh, you know, the darkest before the dawn. And that's basically what's happening, right? I don't think it could have any more negative sentiment than what we're seeing from investors. You know, some of it's pain, some of it's anger. I call it panger, right? It's a new word. (laughs) And our last name is pain. How does that work in there? I don't know. We'll have to think about that. But here's the thing. And I think this is an important uh, point to make is this isn't the financial crisis. This isn't 2008, 2009, where the economy was invariably broken, right? Uh, You know, we had a lot of problems in the economy. Uh, We had a lot of leverage in the economy. And the reality right now is we have a hot economy, a red hot economy, where if you look at unemployment for every two jobs out there, there's only one person looking. We're at a 50 year low in unemployment. Wages are going to continue to go up. And the problem here is, is the Fed's trying to slow down or put the brakes on this runaway train. This is a much different dynamic than we saw, you know, over 10 years ago when we had the great financial crisis. Yeah, we're starting to see some indicators, right, that we are deflating, right? I mean, all we see the headlines are inflation, inflation, inflation. Well, it's actually the, you know, the repercussions from these rates being raised in a short-term period, a very aggressively period. You're seeing things like copper, lumber, palladium, platinum are starting to roll over. Even natural gas dropped down in price this week. So I guess what we're saying is, yes, this too shall pass. But if anyone's telling you they know in advance when this correction is going to run out of steam, well, I don't want you to walk away from that person, Ryan. I want you to run away from them. Yeah, unfortunately, my crystal ball broke like over 20 years ago. I got into the business. But I think, you know, to your point, Bob, is things are going to change, right? Mm-hmm. And I think when you look at what's going on right now, you have to start thinking about the future, not just today. Look, if you're, you're close to retirement or you're retired now, your biggest enemy here is it isn't the short-term headlines that are going right now and the, and the dire news that's on the news cycle coming through every 24-7, it's the fact that you have to get a return on your money over the next couple of years. Because I think inflation will come down a little bit, but it's going to be a lot higher than it was the last 10 years. If you're sitting in cash earning a half a percent, that's not the place to be. You can't put your head in the sand here. You've got to make some moves. So, Rod, what I hear you saying right now is this who shall pass and that you actually have to invest based on a plan, right? It's You got to decide, am I an investor or a speculator, Correct. You do, but I think the thing you have to think about here is, look, your cost of living is going to go up exponentially. And even though these headlines are going to go away at some point, right? The the news is going to change. At some point, we are going to see a recovery here in prices. And I think the important thing here is, is you've got to start to map out, do you have enough income coming in? Do you have a plan? I mean, let's face it, interest rates now have gone up. We're getting better yields than we've gotten in 10 years on bonds. You know, if you're in a high tax bracket, you're getting over 3% on a tax-free bond. That's like getting over close to 5% taxable right now. You know, you got to start looking at what kind of income can I generate on my money? And there's no better time than now. Yeah, Rob, when you have all these headlines, it's, no, it's never different, right? It's just short-term noise. And if you allow yourself to do something different than, than your plan, you're actually shooting yourself and, and those who depend on you in the foot, right? So if you're in the accumulation phase of your strategy, you should be praying for these lower prices, right? It's the time to invest for the next 10, 20 years. And if you're in retirement or close to retirement, that's where an income plan is absolutely critical. You got to make sure you have a diversified portfolio of investments that pay dividends and pay income because you need that money to grow net of inflation. Because you know, Rye, the number one enemy of everybody listening right now is that hidden insidious tax, inflation. Yeah, it's more it's it's more dangerous than a potential recession, which we may never even have here, Bob. I mean, that's the other you know, thing to think about right now is just that we may not go into recession right now, even though the headlines are telling you that. Again, I think it's hard to <laughs> correlate, but the stock market and the economy aren't the same thing. And if you look at the economy, you know, many economists still think we're going to have positive growth this year. And if you look at earnings for companies this year, they still look very, very good. So. You know, you have to keep your eye on the prize. I think it's the bottom line here. You can't get sucked up in these headlines. It's going to derail you from making good decisions. And again, you know, it's like like you said, Bob, the darkest hours before the dawn. So at some point here, probably sooner than later, everything's going to start to change. The headlines are going to change. The economic day is going to change. And we could be on to much greener pastures. 
Well, Rye, the real good news is it's the revenge of the nerds, right? Um, investors like us, investors like you listening right now who invest in real assets backed by real companies that pay real dividends and interest, you can actually go to a party now. You don't have to lie about the fact that you speculated in crypto. You can say, hey, I'm a real investor. I own real companies that pay dividends and interest, and I'm a happy camper right now. <laughs> and if you're thinking to yourself right now, like I need a game plan, I got to figure out an income plan for retirement. I know my cost of living is going up. I haven't gotten around this, address these issues. Here's your shot to do it. We literally keep 10 slots open throughout the show. If you have over a million dollars saved for retirement, Bob and I will run for you our total financial master plan. And we'll do that with no obligation or cost. It's a full holistic review where we look at everything. There's no other firm out there that will do this work up front. We literally build you your own personalized financial portal. We give you a bird's eye view of your entire financial picture, and we hone in on every financial issue you have that you've got to address today. We're going to look at income. You've got to have that income plan for retirement. Like, How do you take Social Security? There's hundreds of ways to take Social Security. Only one right way for you. How do you generate income from your portfolio that keeps up with inflation so you don't run out of money over the rest of your life? We put together a full income game plan. We're going to look at fees and taxes. Yes, Wall Street loves to sell you products with high, high fees and very tax inefficient. We're going to go through every investment you have, do a deep dive, show you where all the hidden costs are on those annuities, mutual funds, brokerage products, and we're going to show you how to reduce that cost and optimize your portfolio for taxes, put together a full tax game plan. It's not what you make, it's what you take. We're going to give you our tax playbook, and we're going to look at diversification. Are you getting hit hard here as markets are selling off big time right now? Are you protected? Or have you just been sitting in cash, earning very little on your money as inflation is over 8% today? We're going to put together a full investment game plan, show you how to grow your wealth, but most importantly, protect it over the rest of your life. We have 10 slots if you have over a million dollars saved for retirement. Hey, don't miss out. All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844 pl a-N-N-Y-C. If you're one of our next callers, you've saved over a million dollars for your retirement. Our team of financial advisors and certified financial planners will help you to create your own unique total financial master plan. Now, there's no obligation. There's no cost involved, but you won't have a plan if you don't text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844 pl a-N-N-Y-C. So, Bob, you know, at our firm, Payne Capital Management, of course, that's P-A-Y-N-E, and the thousand or so families we advise, you know, we found that there's a lot of false beliefs that you may have when it comes to your wealth. I thought we could expose some of the more common financial untruths that all of us need to avoid. Well, Rod, the number one uh, truth that I see that's really more of an urban legend, so I'm only going to spend 70 to 80% of my after-tax income when I'm in retirement. That's something that financial planners have been telling people for years. And guess what? We never see that. <laughs> never, never. You know, it's like, you know, you probably spent 100%, by the way, because whatever you stop spending money on, you find other things to spend money on instead. And, you know, I think the other fallacy, Bob, is like, well, maybe I'll spend more when I'm early in retirement. But like when I get in my 80s, then I'll dial back my spending. And as you and I know, that's not true either. Absolutely. And the thing is, you don't know what's going to happen, you know, 10 years in retirement, 15 years in retirement. That's why you need to have some type of financial portal, some type of planning system where you're able to project out what's going to happen to your portfolio if inflation stays higher, if interest rates go up, if you spend more, if you travel more. You know, why not have that what if scenario capability, right, where you know what to do, where the numbers are in black and white and you can make prudent decisions as opposed to emotional decisions? Yeah, no, it's huge. And I think that's, that's the one thing we find is when you're doing those financial projections with your financial advisor, you know, the question is, are you factoring in inflation, right? Because whatever you need today, not only are you going to need 100% of your income, but over 20 years, the amount you need is going to double just because the cost of living is going up. Put another way, every million dollars you have today is only worth a half a million dollars over 20 years. It's a big problem. And then you factor in extra healthcare costs, factor living longer, you know, you just need to factor in so much more money today to your financial plan, Bob, than probably 20, 30 years ago when you were running these same kind of plans. I can't tell you how upset I get, Rye. Every day I see these annuity salesmen boasting about these <laughs> fixed income returns that aren't hedged against inflation. 
I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, where's the regulators? Why can they stand on television yeah. telling people to commit financial suicide? Bob, it's evil. It's pure evil. And I'm saying that you know, annuity could be good in some cases, but for the most part, the problem with these annuities, it sounds so sexy, right? Income for life, guaranteed income. But the problem is once you turn an annuity on, number one, you give up your principal, which I would never want to give up my principal in retirement. Number two, it's the same amount of money that comes in year after year, but your cost of living is going up year after year. All that money coming in from that annuity doesn't factor in inflation, and it's a big problem. You know, Rod, you're spot on. Inflation is the number one concern. So here's the second financial falsehood that uh, I need you to address. When I retire, all I need to do is just dramatically shift out of the stock market and then put it all in bonds in my portfolio. Well, again, here's the problem, right? Because bonds pay a fixed return. The thing about having stocks or equities in your portfolio or what we call an inflation hedge is you want to have dividends because dividends increase over in time with inflation, right? It's an increasing cash flow investment. And that's really what we have to look at when you look at your portfolio is not only the income you have coming in today, but you have to look and say, do my investments actually increase in cash flow because my expenses are going to go up because of inflation? And this is missing in a lot of your portfolios right now. Like you've got to have cash flow that's increasing and an annuity doesn't do that. A bond fund doesn't do that. And you know that's why it's important to have a big mix or a diversified mix of income coming in when you're retired. Well, especially now, I'm seeing so many portfolios that we review, right, where they have a concentration, you know, in stocks, but it's only a specific type of stock. They're not spread spread across different uh, asset classes. They don't have any commodities in their portfolio to hedge against inflation, and they own a lot of bond funds. And bond funds don't come due. I mean, the biggest protection you have against inflation. It's a protection against interest rates going higher, and that's a bond that comes due. I don't know about you, buddy. If I have money to invest, I want a higher yield, not a lower yield. So when my money comes due, if rates are up, hey, give me that higher yield. I'll be smiling all day long. Yeah, it is so critical, right? The way you own your bonds in this environment is so critical. And most, what do most investment firms do? They sell you bond funds. And we know bond funds are a horrible investment because the money doesn't come due. You need to have the return of principal in your portfolio. You need that protection. The other thing, Bob, I think everyone's learning right now is maybe your advisor didn't diversify you properly. Maybe you had way too much money in tech stocks like Amazon, Google, Facebook, growth stocks. And now with the market selling off, you're getting hit disproportionately harder because someone didn't have the foresight to spread your money out. Yeah, that's what really bothers me because I see a lot of you with portfolios where you say, hey, I'm fully diversified. Well, Having a collection of investments spread around 15 different account holders isn't diversification, Rye. And I think if you're suffering more than ever in this market, that's what it's telling you. Your portfolio is screaming at you. Fix me. <laughs> well, here and here's the mistake we see a lot of you making is you're thinking, okay, I'm down big on my tech stocks or my growth portfolio. I just have to hold here and wait for it to come back. It might not come back. Um, you know, if you look back at the year 1999-2000, when the tech bubble burst, technology took 15 years to come back again. So you know, the, the thing you want to think about now is while everything's down, is your boat has holes in it. It's starting to sink. You can go to a sturdier boat, or AKA, you can go and re-diversify your portfolio now while the tide's down. So when the tide goes up again, you're better positioned because the leadership's going to change. You know, what worked the last 10 years isn't going to work the next 10 years. So this is why you want to be proactive now with your portfolio. Don't put your head in the sand. And that's exactly right, Rye. The power compounding is the secret sauce of successful investing. And if you don't have stocks that generate dividends, you have nothing to compound. So you can't have it. It can't be all or none. You got to make sure you're diversified. There's lots of opportunities market right now, more than ever in the last 12 months. Yeah. And the way to do that is, and this is what we do for our clients is, is you want to put everything on a spreadsheet, right? Because if you have accounts in a lot of different locations and you probably do, right? You have accounts over Morgan Stanley, you have a 401k, you have a savings account over here, you have a brokerage account over there is odds are it's not working in concert. So the key is you want to look at everything in a uniform, right? You want to look at where everything's allocated and make sure it's working together. Because if it's not, this is where you find you might have Everyone's doing the same thing. They're all buying the same type of investments. And you don't learn that until you get a big market sell-off like today. So now's the time to do that again. You want to do that financial audit. You want to set things up so you can see everything at a bird's eye view and actually look at how diversified you really are or not. And that comes down to maybe you do a really good job. Maybe you follow all the tenants that we talk about on this radio show. So, right, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. 
but you got to make sure that it's not broke. That's right. And if you're thinking to yourself right now, like I could use that review, I got to figure out, I think I'm not diversified correctly. I have no idea. I have accounts everywhere. I need a concerted effort. I need to look at things all in one place. Well, here's a shot to do it. We have five slots left. We're going to keep them open for the rest of the show. If you have over a million dollars saved for retirement, Bob and I will run for your total financial master plan. And we'll do that with no obligation or cost. There's no firm out there that will do this work up front at no cost. We literally go through everything for you. We're going to go as far as building you your own personalized financial portfolio, give you a bird's eye view of your entire financial picture, and we can really hone in on every financial issue you have today that you have to address today. We're going to look at that income plan. Does your portfolio keep up with inflation? Do you have increasing income investments in your portfolio? How do you take Social Security? There's hundreds of ways to take Social Security, only one right way for you. We'll put together a full income plan, factor in inflation to make sure you don't run out of money over the rest of your life, and we're going to look at fees and taxes. A lot of these investment products that get sold, annuities, mutual funds, brokerage products, they have high fees that are hidden. We're going to do a deep dive of every investment you own, show you where all the hidden costs are, show you where your tax inefficiencies are, show you to optimize your portfolio for taxes because it's not what you make, it's what you take. We're going to give you our full tax playbook to save on taxes, and we're going to look at diversification. Are you getting, get, are you getting hit hard here? as the markets are selling off? Are you not properly diversified and you're just finding that out now? Or are you just sitting in cash, earning a half a percent as inflation is over eight and a half percent? We're gonna to put together a full investment game plan, show you how to grow your wealth, but most importantly, protect it. Over the rest of your life, we have five slots left if you have over a million dollars safe for retirement. All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. If you're one of our next five callers, you've saved over a million dollars for your retirement. Our team of financial advisors and certified financial planners will help you to create your own unique total financial master plan. Now, there's no obligation. There's no cost but you won't have a plan unless you text or call right now. 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Hey, if you want to learn more about myself and Bob, and Bob's hair is real, but you should check it out for yourself, go to bebullish.com. That's www.bebullish.com. You can check out our podcast, Pain Points of Wealth. Learn more about our firm, Pain Capital Management. Go to bebullish.com and stay tuned. We got more, more money. Stop. ED is no laughing matter. This could be caused from low T, high blood pressure, or diabetes. Elevate Wellness can help. 40% of men over 40 have experienced this. Make the call to Elevate Wellness now. 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. The office visit is only $99 and includes exam, blood work, test dose, and consultation. Call Elevate Wellness. 973-354-2276. Or elevatewellnessgroup.com. Coming your way. This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. Welcome back, folks. This is the More Money Show. I'm economist Steve Moore. Thank you so much for joining us on a beautiful, beautiful Saturday afternoon all over the East Coast. So after you're done listening to this show, get out and get some exercise and enjoy this beautiful, beautiful summer day. It's a great day to be alive. It's not necessarily a great day to be an investor in America, but it is a great day to be alive and to get some of this great, beautiful sunshine and fresh air. So uh, I am going to be taking your calls in just a few minutes. That more money hotline, remember, is one 800 848 That's one 800 wabc and uh, before I get to the first call, I just wanted to make one other point, and I want people's reaction to this. Do you believe Joe Biden when he says he wants to increase our oil and gas and fossil fuel consumption? Because I don't believe him. Every time I've heard him talk for the last, uh, I don't know, two years, all he seems to want to talk about is how he wants to destroy the oil and gas industry. And now he's chastising the very industry that he said he wanted to destroy. Remember that last debate with Donald Trump when he said, I want to destroy the American oil, oil and gas industry. And don't forget, his agenda is to uh, completely eliminate all oil, gas and coal in this country over the next 15 or 20 years. So 
if you want to destroy an industry and you want people to use less of a product, what you do is raise its price so people can't afford it. So it seems to me that the Biden agenda of $5.50 gasoline today and 50% increases in utility costs and electric costs are exactly what Joe Biden would like to see and his green energy fanatics. But if you disagree with me, especially if you disagree with me on this, please call. I want to hear your defense of what Joe Biden has done to our economy. Uh, this is the More Money Show. That number, again, 1-800-848-9222. Mr. Producer, let's get to our first caller. Who do we have? Our first caller is Jerry from New Jersey. Jerry from New Jersey. Jerry, thanks for calling. What do you got for us today? Steve, I hate to sound like Mr. Doom and Gloom, but I want to know what our progeny is going to think of us when they look back and see that after 200 years of the greatest greatest explosion in human history of technology right. and, and uh, wealth, that we were yeah. willing to throw it all away because of some idiotic climate computer models. And every day I listen to conservative talk shows all over the place, and nobody attacks these models. They keep talking about all the ancillary little things, but they never attack the basic science, which is worthless. Well, it shouldn't be called science. Yeah. All right. Jerry, great call. Look, you're exactly right at what you said at the tail end of your, this has nothing to do with science. Climate change is not science. It's a climate, uh, climate change is an ideology it's a religion it's a doomsday theory we've lived with these folks for the last 75 years or so first remember we're going to run out of energy and then we're going to run out of food and then the world is going to be so up overpopulated that we'd be standing uh you know elbow to elbow across the planet i mean every one of the the predictions these people have been making has been absolutely wrong they just believe in this doomsday theory And I guarantee you, once uh, climate change has been debunked, they'll move on to the next, uh, you know, doomsday theory. I don't know what it will be, but something that's going to destroy the planet. And there's one thing constant about all of this, folks. Every doomsday theory they come up with requires more government. You know, isn't that interesting? We need more, more, more government to deal with the uh, crisis, which in this case, the government has caused. The the crisis in this country is not climate change. The crisis in this country right now is a government that is completely out of control, that is bankrupting our country. And the existential threat is China. China is our existential threat. And China is laughing behind our back as we dismantle American energy uh, to try to uh, you know, fix the planet. Meanwhile, China is building 65 new coal plants. Their, their pollution levels are five times higher than ours in the United States, but they're not reducing their emissions one iota. Okay, Mr. Producer, who's next? Next is Andrew from Stanhope. Andrew, thanks for calling. And what do you got for us? Yeah, you're right. They always have the doomsday scenario. You and I are old enough to remember that they said acid rain, like in the 70s. That oh, was yeah, I remember that one. Up. Yep, I remember that one. And then it was going to be remember nice nuclear day. winter. Remember nuclear winter? And then, uh, of yep. course, the, the overpopulation, the population bomb. Remember that one? Definitely. And I just want to say um, the Democrats, not just Biden, but they have a history of wanting higher gasoline and lying about it. And the Obama had went on a news interview when he was a senator and said he wanted six dollar gas in a slow rise to six dollars because that would get investments in green energy. And actually, he's he's you know, he's right. But he then lied in, in the debate and told the man when they let people ask questions about gas prices and the guy said, well, you could pay less at the pump, Carlos. But really, he wants them to pay more. And he yelled at the Fox yeah. reporter because the Fox reporter at the time, Ed Henry, said, but you want prices you said you want. And he's like, well, I'm running for re-election, so I don't want it. But he admitted it. Yeah. But so they, they're trying to have it both ways, like you're saying. They oh, want so Andrew, to Andrew, eliminate let me just interrupt it. you for one yep. second. Let me just interrupt you a sec because I've got to move on to the next call. But before you go, I want to ask you this question. Do you believe Joe Biden when he says he's doing everything he can to bring down gas prices? Definitely not. But in his defense, with his, uh, you know, mental issues or his, you know, and I'm not trying to mock him when I say that, but he might not know fully, you know, what he's saying. But 
I don't think he's trying to, but I think yeah. also, yeah, he me might too. not be. I think this always, I think, yeah, I think this is part of the agenda. This is what they've always wanted is higher gas prices and energy prices. So we'll use less of it. Andrew, great call. Remember, folks, the we've got a couple lines open. Uh, that number is 1-800-848-9222. I'm praying every week uh, I pray that some um, liberal Democrat will call in and try to defend these policies. I really I want to be very respectful. This is freedom of speech radio. So I want uh, to hear from someone make a strong defense of what Biden's doing, because I can't defend it. I can't see any rational reason why we're doing what we're doing to the American economy. So I don't understand why it is that we continue to see this deluge of spending. Now, what what makes me very nervous as we go forward is there is now talk of bringing back, believe it or not, the Build Back Better bill. The Build Back Better bill would increase the national debt and the amount of government spending by $3 trillion more money, $3 trillion. Now, that obviously is going to have an enormous impact on our financial future. All of that money will be borrowed, by the way. So our children and grandchildren will have to pay it back. I've got to tell you, I testified before the House Budget Committee in Congress this week. And honest to God, I am not making this up. The House Budget Committee chairman, a Democrat from Kentucky, uh, Mr. Yarmuth is his name. He basically said last year, that we can spend whatever we want in Congress because he said we're and and you can look this up because you'd think it was a spoof, but he actually said it. He said, we're like the banker playing the game of Monopoly, the board game Monopoly. And since we control all the money, we can spend whatever we want. Now, is that one of the dumbest things you've ever heard in your life? But this is the mentality of modern monetary theory, which says we can spend and borrow whatever we want to. And it's not going to have a negative effect on our economy. It won't cause inflation. It won't cause higher interest rates. And guess what? That's what's happening right now. By the way, let me remind people, uh, one line is open. Uh, that uh, that uh, more money hotline number is 1-800-848-9222. But I have to let you know this, that right now we've seen the mortgage interest rate in this country rise from less than 3% when Trump was off in office, in other words, we had 3% mortgage interest rates. Right now, in many parts of the country, the mortgage interest rate has risen to 6%, and it's probably headed higher because the Federal Reserve Board just had to raise interest rates to sweat this inflation out of the system. We may be headed to 7 8% interest rates. That dramatically increases the cost of buying uh, and financing a new home. We're already seeing a reduction in the housing market because of this radical agenda uh, of more spending, more war on American energy. And this is going to cause, I think, potentially a severe, severe recession. Now, could we turn this around? Absolutely, we could. If we just simply put in place the right policies, call off your war on American energy. Let's get the taxes down. Let's make the Trump tax cuts permanent. Let's have an across-the-board reduction of government spending in every agency of government by 10 or 15 or 20 percent to suck some of this excess money out of the economy. By the way, these agencies had uh, 25 and 30 and 40 percent increases in their budget during COVID, so they can certainly afford to uh, suck in their stomach, tighten their belt, and spend less. I like to mention the fact, I don't like to mention it because it's a horrifying story, but the unemployment insurance program, according to the New York Times, which is hardly a right wing rag, right? It's one of the most liberal newspapers in the country. They had a front page story two weeks ago saying that one hundred and fifty billion with a B, one hundred and fifty billion dollars was stolen by fraudsters in the unemployment program. And by the way, most of the people they say that stole the money, they don't even live in the United States. They're in Africa. They're in Russia. They're in East Europe. They're in Mexico and South America, and American dollars are, are being sent out of the United States. Unemployment insurance money is going to these people who don't even live here. Meanwhile, the latest numbers on Medicaid, at least 50 to $100 billion of fraud. The numbers for the rental assistance program, they estimate another 20 to $30 billion. By the way, billion, folks, not million, billion with a B, is being stolen from these programs. 
month after month after month. Nobody audits the programs. Nobody chases down these criminals who are stealing money from taxpayers and bankrupting our country. And when I asked the members of Congress about this when I was testifying and I, I cited these numbers, you know what one of the Democratic congressmen said to me? Well, sure, Steve, if you're going to spend all this money, you're going to have some fraud. Quote, some fraud. Some fraud? When we have over $250 billion stolen from our country, and he calls that some fraud that we can't do anything about. So this is a, a very dangerous situation. I am extraordinarily concerned about the direction of our country, and I'm concerned about one other thing, and that is the fabrications of the truth. I'm not going to say lie. The fabrications by this president. He said uh, that there was not going to be any inflation if we pass this spending bill. Well, we have eight and a half percent inflation. Looks like it's headed to 10 percent. He said that he is doing everything he can to reduce oil and gas prices. No, he's not. Every policy he has put in place has been to raise the price of oil and gas. And lest you forget, because I think some people have kind of forgotten about what happened 15 months ago, the first executive order out of this president's uh, from from this president's pen when he entered the Oval Office was to kill the Keystone XL pipeline. That is a vital part of our infrastructure that we need in this country, so that we can uh, so that we can get the oil and gas from the wells in places like North Dakota and Oklahoma and Texas and Alaska to get it down to the ports and to the major refineries, so we can distribute the oil and gas throughout the country. Now, you need oil and gas pipelines. You need something else, folks. The other thing that you need to make our energy uh, system work is we need refineries. That's what makes the oil and gas that we pump out of the ground uh, able to be pumped into your cars. It has to be refined. And guess what? We have not built a major refinery in this country for over 20 years. The oil and gas companies have pleaded have pleaded with Washington to allow them to build a refinery. But guess what? The green energy fanatics have said, no, you can't build another refinery. So when Joe Biden, I mean, you can't make this stuff up. When Joe Biden said last week, why aren't the oil and gas companies refining more of our oil and gas? <laughs> Isn't it obvious why they're not? Of course, they'd be refining as much as they could with the prices this high, the reason they're not refining more is because we have a capacity problem. We have a capacity problem. We need to build, be building more LNG terminals, more pipelines, more refineries, and none of that is getting done under, uh, under Joe Biden. I'm going to make one other quick point before we have to sign off for the day. Coal, coal. This country was built on the back of coal and oil and gas production. Coal is still one of our major sources of electric power. Article again in the uh, major newspapers this week coming out of the energy officials in the Department of Energy saying, uh, whoops, we have a big problem right now. We may not have enough electric power in many states, including my home state of Illinois. Uh, obviously, California is looking at rolling brownouts. Uh, many of the Midwestern states like Michigan are looking at big problems with their uh, electric power production. And so the prediction is by major energy producers is that we're going to have brownouts throughout this country. Um, that is not just a problem for our economy. I mean, think what that means for our um, ability to make our technology work. Think of what that means for our cell phone recharging. Think of what that means for hospitals, schools, if you can't turn the lights on. I mean, what are we turning into a third world country that we're having these rounding, uh, rolling brownouts? Um, it's going to happen this summer, probably. And this is going, and by the, it's a public health problem, too. If our hospitals can't get the energy they need, I, I've told people, you know, you want to be secure. I'm not a survivalist. I don't, I'm not a doom and gloom guy. But I would urge people to start thinking about an electric generator for your home because the utilities may be uh, not uh, able to provide you the power you need this summer and the coming in the fall and winter. Because, and why is that? Because we've shut down our coal plants, because we've shut down our nuclear plants, because we're not allowing natural gas to be uh, produced. This is something that is ricocheting throughout the economy, and it's going to make uh, life very dangerous 
in the months to come if we don't do something about it. I mean, how can we be running out of energy? We have more oil, gas, and coal than virtually any other country in the world. We have 500 years worth of coal. We have 300 years worth of natural gas. We have 150 years worth of oil with existing technology. We're not running out of this stuff. It's not Mother Nature. It's not a geological problem. It's a political problem. Now, I I said uh, just kind of tongue-in-cheek that if I was asked what is the most important thing we could do uh, that Joe Biden could do right now to help our economy, it is for him to resign. He, he, is, he has been so wrong on every single economic issue. And God forbid that Kamala Harris become president. And God, by the way, do you all know who's third in line behind the president and the vice president? I, I bet a lot of you do know. Third in line is the Speaker of the House. Can you imagine Nancy Pelosi being, being uh, the president of the United States? This is really, we put ourselves in a very precarious spot with this so-called political leadership we have in Washington. We do need a regime change in Washington. I'm looking at what's happening in these elections throughout the country. Uh, the primary special elections, I think you probably all saw what happened in, down in Texas uh, where a uh, a district that Joe Biden won by 15 points uh, in a special election. A, an Hispanic woman won that district for the first time in over 100 years. There's something big going on in this country when you see what happened in California and San Francisco, where they're ousting some of these liberal, very liberal school board members and the uh, prosecutors who, won't, who are letting criminals out of jail. Americans are fed up with, with the wokeism with the progressivism, with the socialism, with big government. And I'm going to end on this point. Remember this. Remember what's happened. Teach your kids about what's happening, about how you can destroy an economy by moving to socialist big government policies. This has been a learning and teachable moment for all Americans to see what happens. Biden likes to make fun of MAGA. You know what? Meg is looking pretty good right now, right? Make America great again, secure our border, produce American oil and gas, grow the economy, cut taxes, reduce regulations, get tough on China. If we move back to those policies, folks, we could make this economy war again, like a uh, jet engine. So we got the capability of doing it. That's my message. Have a great weekend, folks. I'm Steve Moore. This is the More Money Show, and I will talk to you same time next week. The power of information at your fingertips. Download the 77 WABC mobile. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.